listening to 3LWK. Today's episode is sponsored by Red Drink. What is it? It's Red Drink. Now your host, Jared Lawson and Joel Hinkle. Hello, listeners. Welcome to 3LWK. I'm with you as always. I'm Jared Lawson with my co-host, Joel Hinkle. What is up? How you guys doing? Doing all right. How? Uh, so I guess it's actually been uh, it's been a couple weeks since we did our last podcast. We didn't really do one last week. No, we didn't. Um, thing called life happens. Really? Um, to, well, to be more accurate, a thing called bosses happened. Oh yeah, especially with me. Well, with me actually, because we we usually record this thing on Monday on Monday nights, and I had to go out to dinner with my bosses. And we wasn't able to do it. So he said, oh, we'll just do it Thursday night. And then wasn't it Thursday night too? You had to go to dinner with your bosses? Yes. Yes. So, <laughs> yeah. so that's uh, that's the reasoning behind that, I guess. So it's currently Sunday here. So we uh, get it in when we can, I guess. Yeah. It's it's like we we decided to do the podcast. And then everyone else was like, hey, I need you for something. Hey, I want to do something. Right. It's like... Hey, I want to do this, but I can't because you're inviting me to do this. Thanks. Yeah. They just don't get it. They don't get podcasting, I guess. They don't. They don't get us, Jared. Only <laughs> you and I get us. <laughs> that's that's part of the problem, probably. Yeah, even our listeners don't get us. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So, so it's been, like I said, a couple weeks. So, any, is there anything interesting, anything going on in your life since we last chatted? Oh, man. Oh. oh man, I got I got some fanciness to share with you. Okay, I'm listening. So, uh, back at the beginning of February, I went and saw the movie The Greatest Showman. Are you familiar with it? Yes, so it's with Hugh Jackman, right? Yes. Have you mm-hmm. seen it? No. Oh, oh man. So, for for whatever reason, it, it it seems like it would be something like right up my wife's alley. And she's like, ah, eh, it seems a little, it seems like it's reaching too hard. Okay. But for me, I don't, I, I really, I was indifferent about going and seeing it because, um, we were going to see it with my wife and one of her friends and her boyfriend or whatever. So I was just like, I'm not a big movie guy. I don't really care, but you really want me to go with you. So I'll go with you and I'll sit through this movie. That's a, that's a great husband. Yeah, um, typically she she goes and sees the scary movies, and I definitely do not do those. No way, man. Me neither. Forget it. <laughs> Forget <So> it. <laughs> it wasn't. She's like, it's not a scary movie. You can do it. I'm like, all right, I'll pay the outrageous amount of money to go watch a movie that I probably won't care about. Well, real quick, real quick. How, how much are movies down there for you? About thirteen dollars a pop. Yeah, that's kind so, of that's so, pretty much what it is here too. Yes, about twenty six dollars for the two of us to go, <sighs> and that's just for tickets. That's no concessions. Yeah, and we also got concessions while we were there because I was course. hungry. And I was like, if I'm going to sit through a movie that I really don't want to be at, then I might as well get some popcorn and a large drink and just enjoy something about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we, The Greatest Showman, uh, if you're not familiar with it, it's pretty much the story of Barnum and Bailey. Or not Barnum. Uh, P.T. Barnum. Bar- P.T. Barnum, yes. Uh, pretty much the guy who started a circus in the like 18 I want to say like 1860s I think it was when all that's kind of started okay. and the circus was 
kind of a new age type thing in America. Uh, and it's, it's kind of the early births of the circus and freak show type stuff. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's a, it's a movie slash musical kind of thing. And the opening song gave me chills. Ooh. And I was like, okay, this, this is good. This is good. And then throughout the movie, there was, there was some songs I enjoyed, some I didn't. But after the movie, I was like, I enjoyed that thoroughly. <laughs> then, like, I, I kept having the songs in my head, and I was like, I wonder if it's in Spotify. And I look, hey, it's in Spotify. I have almost for, like, a week straight after that, and I'll catch myself listening to it, the whole soundtrack, through again occasionally uh multiple times since then nice and so but what i will tell you jared to do okay is you could probably find that movie came out in like december or something like that Mm -hmm. so you you and your girlfriend can go see it uh at probably like a dollar theater now Mm -hmm. it's probably in the dollar theaters um so i highly recommend going and seeing that this week sure this week so Yes, this week must do for this week because you need to see it before it's out of theaters and before you have to wait, because if you don't see the movie and you just listen to the soundtrack, it's like, okay, this is okay music. Mm -hmm. But when you have the context that the movie brings with the music, then you're like, this is this is some amazing music. This is some good stuff. So so usually you're not really big on the musicals in general. I'm, I'm. yeah, I'm really not. Or, um, or is it just that you just have never really watched them? Uh, I've watched a few, like the the classic musical. I've seen The Music Man and Oklahoma and Sound of Music and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I like I like Broadway's. I saw Mamma Mia. And, nice. Um, and that's that's a I saw that when I was like in when I was like ten years old, and I didn't really get it. And then when I got older. And I found out that it was pretty much a musical that had all of ABBA's yeah. gold album in it. I was like, that's pretty cool. Right. I like it's that. It's a cool concept. I like that. I like ABBA. <laughs> um, I think everyone does. It's a, yeah, it's, it's a, it's definitely a cult classic. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. that's right. Word. That's right. So um, I would highly recommend anybody to go see this movie now. Uh, it was nominated for a Grammy, but it did not a Grammy, a uh, Golden, whatever. Yeah, Grammy. Right. And uh, it w- it did not win. Oh, who did it lose to? Which, do you know? I can't remember. No. But it was, it was something stupid. <laughs> of course. Um, but it was it was nominated, and the critics are kind of uh, as I've discussed this with my wife. The critics are kind of cut through the middle mm-hmm. about it. It's mm-hmm. it's either. Oh, they're they are uh, trying too hard, or yes, that was a great film. Right. And so I'm on the yes, that was a great film. Enjoyed it and everything mm-hmm. else. And my wife's on the side. Ah, they're trying too hard. The music's great. I enjoy it, but the film itself. Ah, eh, I think so, they were trying. So what too you're hard. saying is your wife drug you to a movie that she didn't like, but you loved. Exactly. <laughs> She, when, when she found out, I think it was like three days later when she found out, cause she went to Memphis a couple days after we saw the movie. And when she came back, she, uh, her friend came over that we went and saw the movie with, um, cause her friend loves the movie as well. Mm-hmm. 
and she, I, I turned, I turned on Alexa and I was like, Alexa, play this. And she was like, you've been listening to that. Haven't you? I was like, yes, <laughs> nonstop for the past two days. <laughs> Someone help me. <laughs> yes. And, um, and that's, it was, it was a huge surprise to my wife. Cause she was like, I, this, this is, this is strange. <laughs> I did not expect you to like this. I was like, I don't, I, I don't know why either. I love. She's this. having second thoughts about your marriage. <laughs> what have I done? I don't think so. I know. No, so I would highly recommend going to see that movie. Don't listen, even though I say it's great music. Don't listen to it before you see the movie. So see the movie, then listen to the music. Sounds like a good suggestion. I already gave you a date night for the week, so there you go. Yeah, I'm sure our listeners are. Very appreciative. Yes. All right. So, As you should be. Yeah. So <clears throat> I would say moving on, I, I, uh, I don't, nothing really interesting happened in the last couple of weeks for me. But one thing I, I, uh, I read the local newspaper here in Frederick, the Frederick News Post. And one thing that they have as a, a weekly feature are some off the wall, interesting uh, news articles from the Associated Press. Stuff that, you know, doesn't isn't terribly significant, but uh, is just kind of head scratching. So I thought it might be interesting for me to tell you about a few of those real quick, and see if you uh, see if you Joel see if let's, you uh, find them to be entertaining. Let's hear old Grandpa Jared talk about what he read in the newspaper. Yeah, today. it's an online edition actually, so oh, I don't want to oh, hear it. Okay. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I was I was t- my typically my in law my mother-in-law does my taxes and i told her i was like um i'm, I'm gonna do them this year and she's like oh no i know i'll do them i was like well there's two things i need to do as an adult one i need to do my taxes and two read, read the newspaper <laughs> so I'm, I'm gonna start with my taxes <laughs> <laughs> right so all right so so first of all we're gonna start in germany so we're starting overseas in a, in a small town called dortmund on the western part of the country and well, there is a pizza stalker in Dortmund, Germany. So the way that's described is it's a man who is sending pizzas to a local lawyer's office daily. Um, And, you know, they interviewed the lawyer and the lawyer saying, you know, obviously he has no idea who's doing it. Um, You know, he's trying to, he's got the police involved, obviously, but he's, he estimates that he's been sent at least 100 pizzas at this point. With no wow. idea. So 100 days. So 100 days this has been going on. Well, he on. makes it sound as if it's more than one a day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. And, um, and he says, of course, he says this, this, this many pizzas coming in this frequently, it's in, actually interrupting his work, you know, because he has to actually go, go and accept <laughs> these pizzas. Um, and then they also mention that whoever's doing it is, I guess, getting a little tired of pizza because lately he's been getting sushi, Greek, and sausage. <laughs> of course, of course, it's sausage because you're in Germany. It's like schnitzel and stuff. Yeah, it almost it almost seems like there is. I would I would almost think maybe like a hidden camera somewhere because uh, if you're familiar with the Twitch uh, game streaming site, mm-hmm. is if someone figures out your address on Twitch, they will order pizza and have it delivered to your house. Oh, really. <laughs> As as a joke and everything else. So if they figure out where your address is or whatever, then they'll start sending you pizza. 
Well, I, I have to think. So. I mean, it's a lawyer's office. Maybe it's got to be some. My guess would be a disgruntled client, like maybe a, a client of his that he lost the case, and this is some his twisted way of getting back at him. I don't know. Well, I don't. I don't know how that's because there there has to be some gratification out of that for whoever's sending the pizza because one they're spending at least at least ten dollars a pizza but are they is it one of those things where you order the pizza and it's like you pay on delivery well a lot of i i guess they would have to do it over the phone Mm -hmm. but see the thing is with over the phone you're able to track um, kind of who it's coming from and the number that it's right. tied to because they ask you. I mean, for I thought number. about that too. But if, I mean, you, obviously, I couldn't see it being the same pizza place every time. <laughs> Otherwise, they'd be like, "Listen, man, you've been doing this for like two weeks. We're not sending any more pizzas." Yeah, yeah, and it, and if it's if it's the online thing, that's that's the only other way I could think of it. Or it could be an inside job where it's someone at a pizza joint. Mm. <laughs> still doesn't still doesn't explain why. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't explain it. They're they're getting some gratification somehow because like there for a while last year or the year before or whatever, my my boss, he lives uh, in Navarre Beach, Florida, Mm -hmm. and I've talked to him and everything else. I was like, so is your little house or whatever you got down there? Is it uh, is it decorated in the nice beach decor and everything else? He's like, no, (laughs) it's not. I'm like, why not? And he's like, only only people who rent out their properties and tourists do that. I'm like, oh, okay. So, right. so it gave that. me the idea. I got his address, and I went on Amazon, and I found cheap beach decor, and I just started sending it to him as, as gifts with no address <laughs> of who it came from, everything like that. So mm-hmm. he essentially received a plaque that said Poop Deck, um, <laughs> a 13-inch life preserver, that you kind yes. of hang on the wall, like the white and blue yeah. type thing. Um, mm-hmm. A starfish uh, shower curtain with a shell soap dish. <laughs> a uh, little um, little figurine of like a beach chair and some shells and everything else on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, he actually sent me a picture a while, like a couple days ago. And he's like, look what I just found. And it was the little beach chair with the, with the seashells and everything else. And he had it sitting on it, like on his, uh, windowsill above his sink. (laughs) So I'm (laughs) like, it's good to, good to know he's actually making some use out of it. Yeah. So I've, I've thought about sending him some more stuff just randomly. Yeah. Well, speaking, uh, speaking of Florida, there's another interesting news, little tidbit. So on I 95, you know, which is a major interstate. Mm -hmm. Um, so on I 95 down in Florida, there was a, a man called nine one one, claiming that his accelerator was stuck and he was going too fast. Uh, and he, he said he couldn't, he couldn't put his car in neutral and he was going too fast to use emergency brakes. So he was just going like a hundred miles an hour on I-95. <laughs> um, so uh, first of all, let me ask you, you think, keep in mind it's in Florida. How old do you think this person was? He was probably above 65. You'd think so. He was 28 years old. Hmm. Like what up, man? Like you should be able to, I don't know. But anyway, so so he uh, he calls nine one one and you know and he says I can't stop. So they end up they send like local and state police to his location and they're flanking him, I guess, to keep traffic out of his way. And then they ended up using um, stop sticks. They had to use three different rounds of stop sticks, like spike strips. Yeah, I assume maybe that's what that is. I don't know what maybe I don't know what else would a stop stick be. 
but uh, uh, they had, yeah, they used three had to use three rounds of those, and they finally came to a stop. Stop sticks. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look that up later. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe because you would think they would call them spike strips. Where I don't know. Mm-hmm. Stop sticks. Stop stick. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I don't know. I haven't been involved in many police chases, so I, I can't. I can't. I don't know. Well, it wasn't really a police chase. Well, not real. Not technically, I guess. It was more of a police escort. Police escort. <laughs> yeah. What if so they do then, that for the president? Here, let's, yeah. the president's got to stop. Let's throw a stop stick out there. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it would work on the president's uh, car. The beast. No. Yeah, yeah that, that tank. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to work. So... So the last interesting news story is actually a local story for me. It's the Rockville, Maryland, about a little less than an hour away, 45 minutes away. So there's this woman. Now she claims to be a psychic, right? So she. Oh, Chloe. Yeah. Yeah. So she, uh, she pled guilty to multiple counts of felony theft from five clients. So I guess between these five clients of hers, she was able to get $340,000 from them. Oh, mama. So wow. I guess, so I guess, you know, these are clients who thought they would be getting, I don't know, some advice or something, something out of it. And then they obviously felt like they weren't getting enough for their money. Uh, Evidently. Cause I don't, I don't know who can really tell you your future for 350,000. That's, yeah. that's like, that's like lucky guess type stuff. And you have to be right. Like, Nine out of the ten times. Well, I'm the, it'd be I mean, even worth it. What's interesting with her, this the particular psychic, is it's not the first time she's been, been convicted for this. So in <laughs> tw- in 2016, this is I think a little bit more unbelievable. She she basically was charged for a similar a similar thing uh, for accepting, or she charged eighty thousand dollars to this one person to make love spells. That's what. That's a quote. Oh. Love spells. And, okay. Uh, well, and what's uh, let me let me uh, let me give you this rape drug. Yeah. Aka love that? spell. Yeah. Ruflin. Ruflin. Yeah. So so this lady, you know, she's had a, a history of that, and then also because she was she was caught in Miami, she was down in Florida, but she was convicted of similar charges in 2009 and 2010. So this Man. time, this time, I think they said that she's facing anywhere up to six years in prison because, like, come on, lady, she keeps doing the same thing over and over. But then well, people keep falling for it. That's what I was going to say. Then you say, well, then why are these people keep trusting this psychic? I'm, I mean, I guess it brings up a larger point. It's I don't know people who, people who believe in that whole thing, the psychic thing, which I very, I definitely do not believe nope. in the validity of psychics so but i guess it's just the people who believe in that and they it's kind of, it's kind of sad because a lot of times it's people like for example people who are willing to spend eighty thousand dollars for love spells rather than however much a match.com membership is you know it's just people yeah. it's just they're kind of taken well, advantage of well you probably have like some some weird people that have either a infatuation with somebody or they are stalking somebody and they have a huge crush on this person and the other person doesn't have the same mutual feelings. True. And actually probably on the brink of a restraining order. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the crazy people that will spend $80,000 on love potions. 
Love potions number nine to be right. This this had better been number ten for eighty thousand. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah, that one that one will put you right over the top <laughs> for sure. It better work. So so that's kind of the, the three things. And, and there is one thing I'm going to bring up a, an article that I read. Uh, I did read last week that I thought was interesting. And then you can tell me what you if you have anything to discuss. Um, so do you use any navigation apps? Oh, yeah. I use Google Maps. Google Maps. Do you use any of the others like Apple Maps or Waze? Well, Apple Maps will get you lost. <laughs> Waves, Waves is just... Um, I remember back in like 2012 when that thing started mm-hmm. and it would like tell you where there was an accident or if there was a police officer or, mm-hmm. or different mm-hmm. stuff like that, yeah, that people saw, they would, they would post what they saw and everything else and it would keep it up to date and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Community generated. Um, yeah. Community generated type stuff, which I thought was pretty cool to have, um, because Google maps really wasn't doing that, but Google Maps, I think, is honestly probably really uh, been been very reliable for me. Yeah, um, I tested tested the theory when um, when me and a guy were gonna go uh, meet for meet somewhere, and I was he was like, "Oh, you can follow me." I was like, "Well, I'll do Google Maps," and then I was doing Google Maps, and he was going this way, and I was like, "Google Maps is not saying that, but we're going to the same destination. Let me see if Google Maps actually has a faster route than what this guy's taking." Mm-hmm. I arrived five minutes before he did. Wow! And this was like five out five o'clock rush hour traffic. Yes. And he was like, "Oh, you go this way to kind of bypass all this stuff." And so I did. I was like, "Well, I'll see what Google has me do." And I went that way, and it got me there faster, and he it got him there. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Let's were do you, Google Maps all the way." Were you in? Did you have to wait in traffic? Um, no, not really. Yeah. So this, this article, um, is a, I guess I assume he's a statistician based on this, uh, the article itself. Uh, Arthur Grabowski is his name. Now I read this article last week and I tried to go back actually today to kind of get more details about it, but he's since put a password on it. (laughs) And if you don't have the password, you can't read it. So that's, so, so I'm going by memory based on what he said. So I actually don't have the actual hard data that he provided, but he, um, I guess he, he was trying to get to the bottom of using statistics and data, you know, which of these, the big three apps is best. And he, his conclusion was it depends on what you're looking for. So um, he did, he had 120 trips with data points with each of, each of the three major competitors you know, Apple Maps and Waze and, and Google Maps. Now, I know mm-hmm. a, a lot of people are, that I know use Waze. And what what he found was with, with Waze is that it tends to underestimate your trip time. Like, like it would say, so you end up arriving a little bit later than what Waze tells you you should. Mm. And, uh, and, and according to his findings, it's sometimes significantly later. You know, let's say Waze tells you, you know, it's going to take you 30 minutes to get here and you end up taking 35 minutes or so. Um, and that happens yeah. consistently with, with ways according to him. But then he finds that, uh, uh, I guess ways tends to take you on more back roads to avoid any traffic whatsoever. So, but that, whereas that may seem faster cause you're moving, it's sometimes it is faster to just wait in traffic. Yeah, that's that was that was actually one of the cases. Uh, I tested it again, um, and with with Google Maps, where 
I could see that the interstate was backed up and I was like, I could go this way that kind of bypasses all that traffic and I keep moving or what do I do? Do I go on that or do I go with the uh, back way? And so I was like, let's see what Google Maps says. And it said interstate. I would get home in 32 minutes. Mm -hmm. And the and the other route that I take, it shows in the gray line saying this is four minutes slower. I was like, well, let's go the interstate way and come to find out from what I could see at the interstate. Yes, it was slow and moving, but it was just right there at my exit getting on once I got on and that just that entrance that on-ramp was what's causing that I was getting on was causing the slowness that I was seeing. And mm-hmm. then after that on-ramp, everything was just flowing normally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, um, and then for Apple maps, it's kind of the opposite. Apple maps tends to overestimate travel time. So in the, in the example before, let's say Waze says it's going to take 30 minutes to get somewhere, but it actually takes 35 minutes. Apple maps might say it would take, you know, 38, 39 minutes, but you actually would arrive yeah, because- a little earlier. Yeah, because they know that they're going to get you lost. <laughs> yeah, and so they want they want to go ahead and plan for a couple U turns. Yep. Yeah. Plan for a couple U turns and having to go down, turn around from going down a back dark alley <laughs> that you didn't want to go down. Right. So what's interesting too is the author he's just kind of postulating as to why that is the case, and one one of his theories was, you know, Waze is you know Apple Maps is. Uh, not ad supported, but Waze is, I guess it's a, like a free app or whatever. And mm-hmm. that's one way maybe to entice people to use that app. If they, cause if they map the same route and they said, well, Waze says I'm going to get there in 30 minutes and Apple maps is 38. Well, heck I'm just going to use Waze, but they don't realize that, you know, they don't take the accuracy into account, I guess. Yeah. So, so that brings me to, something, you know, a foregone conclusion that Google Maps was definitely the most accurate, you know, give or take a few minutes. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's that's the way to go, I guess. If you if you, you want to use Waze, if you want to feel like you're going faster, even though you're not, uh, you can use Apple Maps. If you want to make sure you get somewhere, um, you know, in, within a timely manner and you don't ever want to be late, you can use Apple Maps or just use Google Maps because it'll be, pretty pretty accurate yeah i was i was actually reading an article um last week sometime that was talking about how uh google may win again at the at the maps race uh in a way they they pretty much won at the fact that uh they have the most detailed information when they started putting uh street view and having cars drive all over the world and putting street view and documenting all the roads and everything else like they done mm-hmm. the the next kind of big map race they're going to <clears throat> is for autonomous cars mm-hmm. and a lot of autonomous vehicle manufacturers they're trying to design their own uh system and everything else to do that right. but the thing is google already has pretty much all of the infrastructure back-end infrastructure that they need and it's just a matter Google has has already they've they've already been doing the autonomous car for longer than anybody right. really they, they they were almost kind of the first ones you heard about developing an autonomous car and so they've they've been working on their sensors for at least 5 or so years just getting the sensors and everything right to map out the the obstacles and the lanes and everything else and creating a full 3D view for the car mm-hmm. To follow and so 
uh, pretty much, I think the article, I didn't read the full article, but I think it was coming to the conclusion that Google looks that it's going to win that, that race again for being the number one autonomous maps for all manufacturers yeah. that go the autonomous car route. Uh, so, um, yeah, I've, a lot of people, a lot of people and companies hate that Google has already, they beat them to that with, they beat MapQuest out and Apple was late to the map game. And, uh, when Apple launched their maps, it was horrible. Right. People got lost. It was not accurate and everything else. And then, um, and then waves is kind of, it's kind of their next competitor. Uh, well, I would you know, think, but what, still, Waze Google. is technically not a competitor because Alphabet owns Waze. Oh, yeah. really? <laughs> yeah. So that's the same same company. Yeah, same holder, parent parent mm-hmm. company. So, well, then, um, all right. Well, well there you go. So, <laughs> if 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 you if you need to get somewhere, use Google Maps, and when you buy an autonomous car, just expect you use Google yeah, Maps. I, mean, that's a, I I have to admit, I use Google for basically everything almost everything and it's bad because i when i when apple first came out i i was and i still am very much just kind of against apple just you know i've never owned an apple product and i don't really plan to because i just and my thought was always hated just kind of the fanboy nature of apple you know everyone who has apple they always have apple everything and then i've actually become kind of the same thing but with google I use basically all Google products. <laughs> yep. So I guess it really doesn't matter. Use what you want. Yeah. Well, I use, I, I'm, I'm kind of the split between the two. It's like I have a Mac and I enjoy using Mac over Windows and everything else, but I don't like iOS. I don't like iPhone. I don't like the, I, I, I just, I don't like iOS. Okay. So I like Mac OS. I don't like iOS. So, um, but the problem is, is that the Apple is moving to where iOS becomes the new uh, standard for mm-hmm. everything. And so I'm not looking for forward to that day, <laughs> but I will, I will hold on to my Mac and my Android for a while. Yeah, I hear you. But, um, so that's uh that's all the, I've got. Do you uh have anything to bring well, to the table? Yeah, one one other yeah, one other thing I was going to throw in there about the music aspect is uh are you familiar with Rocksmith? The game? Yes. Yes. So, um when I was up there, we had a discussion about how we don't have time to play guitar or uh we just got out of practice and we didn't really have anything to drive us to play uh, anymore really and uh, for you living in an apartment you can't really crank it up and and jam and really enjoy the full experience of playing guitar on Mm -hmm. a loud amp it's very true and yeah and so uh on monday I was like, I've been on the fence about purchasing Rocksmith. I'm going to do it. I'm going to spend the 70 bucks and I'm going to get this game and I'm going to start playing it's guitar again. It's $70. Isn't it older? Cool. It is older, but it's still $70. But I will tell you this. They have 
over 1,100 songs that you can download from a vast plethora of Mm -hmm. artists, genres, everything. And so far, I've put 16 hours into the game. Wow. And I've learned five songs. Oh, cool. With you now, we should probably clarify for the listeners who aren't familiar. That's you play that with your actual guitar. It's not a controller. Yeah, yeah. So it's your actual guitar, and I put on headphones, and I have it. I have the, I have it plugged into my computer, and I can learn a song. I can learn a technique. Um, they have a, and also this uh, Rocksmith is not a sponsor. So <laughs> we don't have any sponsors, but it's it's just. A, <laughs> Yeah, wait, for there's red, no except for no red way. drink. Yeah, red drink. You gotta you gotta spot, you gotta it drink that red good. drink. Have you, have you had it lately? It? Yeah, but I just don't I know mean, what it it's is. It's red drink, but it's that's good. all you gotta know. It's red drink. Yeah. The um, but they have they have mini games. Like they have one of it's called Star Chords, where you're in a you're in a spaceship. And these ships fly in and they have the cord next to them. And then it also shows you how to play the cord. And so you see what type of like an A minor or a E or a E uh, B flat minor or something like that or whatever. And I have learned more chords than I ever have in the entire extent of me playing guitar. Even when I was like playing guitar regularly, I could not for the life of me remember how chord remember the chords and yeah. their names and all that. I, I knew like three <laughs> by heart and that was it. But with that game, I've I know like fifteen now. And I can you can say play an F five. All right. Mm-hmm. There it is. And it it's I've I've thoroughly so, enjoyed it. Is that something and Jared? Go I ahead. <laughs> I would highly recommend you to purchase this. Yes, it's 70 bucks. Yes, you have to pay. Th- it's it's 30 bucks for the game, 30 bucks for the cord. Oh. For the okay. True Tone cord. That's what it is. That's only... I would highly okay. recommend Let's, it. Can we play together? Not oh. online. Locally, hmm. we can. That's weird. Okay. Yeah. The... Um, so if if I come up there, I can bring my cord. I can plug it into your PlayStation or Xbox, mm-hmm. whatever you get it on, and we can play together. You come down here, you can plug your cord into my computer, and mm-hmm. we can play together. What five songs did you learn? Um, I've learned "Drops of okay. Jupiter." Yes, by Train. I've learned um, "I Want You Back" by nice. Jackson Five. Uh, I've learned. Uh, Oh, what's the, the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, blah, blah, blah. Foo Fighters, name a popular one of theirs. There it is. Yep. That was it. Um, as rise against, um, (laughs) something stained strength. I I can't (laughs) say, I can't remember. I can't remember names of songs for whatever reason. You can play it. Uh, I have that problem. I can play it. Um, and they have Ooh, Trooper on there. There you go. They have Trooper. So I, I started playing cool. that one today. Started relearning that one. And so essentially what it does, it's like, okay, so when you're setting it up, mm-hmm. I put novice. I didn't put beginner. I put novice because I'm no by no means um, 
advanced or expert. Mm-hmm. So I put novice. And it starts you out and you can play the song and then it has dynamic difficulty turned on where as I'm doing really well hitting the notes, it will start like it'll like say I'm playing just the uh, E string Mm -hmm. on third fret. They're playing that just kind of running that along and I'm doing really well on it. And then it's like, okay, let's add the A string on the fifth fret and play the F5 chord. And so it starts adding the dynamic to it. And uh, especially with the solos and stuff, it's like, here's a couple notes in the song. And then when you play it again, if you play the song again immediately after or come back to it, you notice that it's through some more notes in there than last time. And so you're gradually learning more and more of the song and you're advancing in the difficulty as, and then, uh, after I think I learned drops of Jupiter in like two hours just by doing it that way. That's pretty awesome. So learned, learned all the parts of drop the Ju- drops of Jupiter. Yeah. I, I had looked into that, but it's been a while and I, I didn't pick it up for some reason, but I'll definitely look into it again. Cause isn't there, there's, they had the original rocksmith and they had like another edition. There's, there's at least yep. like a uh, okay. remastered. 2014 remastered. Okay. And this is the one I got. This is the one that has the it's it's better than the first one and always from what I can tell by the reviews nice. and everything else. But I highly recommend it to anyone out there who used to play guitar or wants to that learn. Was, yeah, how that to was play the whole guitar. thing was it was supposed to help you learn in a in a dynamic way. Yes. Yeah, and they have this thing called the 60 day challenge that you play Rocksmith for 60 days straight you will come out a better guitar player than you were when you started. And that's, that's true with any instrument. If you play, if you practice every day for two months, I would hope so. You're going to become better. Just, probably should just give uh, it up. And just, <laughs> just end it there. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying it's, it's usually when I sit down and play it, I play it for like an hour plus. And so I'm getting like an hour or so practice of guitar in every day. And with, with you being able to plug it into your PlayStation or Xbox, you can turn the TV volume down or up, or you can even Mm -hmm. just plug your headset in and sit there and play. Pretty neat. I'll I'll lift it up right after we're done. (laughs) Yeah. And then you'll purchase it. Possibly. Maybe tonight. Maybe. I don't know. No promises. Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, well, uh, hopefully by next time we can have maybe some more subjects and everything sure else. We, to we can look some up. Um, oh, yeah. Again, you got to go see the movie The Greatest Showman. That Again, that, that movie has, I could wow. almost say, changed well, my I life. Have to see it. Yep. But, uh, Purchase Rocksmith, watch Greatest Showman, and make sure your car doesn't go 100 down the interstate without you <laughs> doing it. All right, Joel. Talk to you next time. Later. <laughs>